Hello and welcome to this edition of the Kill Germ Podcast. Uh, this time we're going to be putting a bit of a different spin on things. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast on marketing rather than the usual technical side of it. For this episode, it's specific to social media and how you can get the best out of it for your business. Um, there's a lot going on at the minute, as you all know, but one thing that remains consistent throughout work and throughout life is the need to get your branding right and to send the right message across as a business, regardless of whether you're a one-man band or you're running an established company. Um, social media is a very daunting phrase for a lot of businesses and it can be quite complicated for people to get their head round. I think it's one of those things that everybody sort of thinks they can do, but when it comes to it, it's a lot more difficult to get results than you first thought. To tackle this, I'm joined by Jennifer Grant, who is the marketing executive for Killgerm, and we will be discussing social media. So, Jen, social media gets a lot of bad press, and we have to be honest when we say some of it is justified. So, what can make social media a useful tool in this case? So, social media is an incredibly useful tool for businesses. 95% of the UK population are internet users, but more importantly, in terms of social media, 67% of the total population are active social media users. So, that's people that are regularly logging into their accounts. So, that's a big demographic that you're sort of hitting there, or you're missing out on if you're not using social media then? It's a massive target audience for people to get in front of. The thing is, pest controllers tend to be very, very busy people. Um, and social media, as we know, can take up a lot of time, especially if you want to get it right. So how will they find the time to run the pages? It is something that you do need to take a little bit of time out to do, but it doesn't have to take up a massive amount of time. There are a lot of tools out there that can help you manage your social media profiles easily. Um, one example is Hootsuite. And that allows you to schedule posts. So what you can do is at the beginning of the week, create a week's worth of posts, schedule them using Hootsuite, and they'll automatically be published for you. And does that cost? Hootsuite comes with a number of different plans, but the basic plan is completely free of charge. Okay, and can can a business get by on a basic plan? Is that all that's required? Well, the basic plan allows you to have up to three social networks added onto your Hootsuite account. So if that's all you're using, then that's fine. But there are additional options. It really just depends on what kind of budget you want to put towards your social media efforts. So for free, you could you could run a Facebook, a Twitter, and a LinkedIn or an Instagram? Absolutely, yes. So which social media platforms are useful then for pest control? The main social media platforms that I'd recommend for pest controllers would be Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. There are other platforms out there, such as Snapchat and TikTok, which businesses are starting to use, but these last two platforms tend to have a much younger following. So am I right in thinking that LinkedIn would be used more for the professional side of things, like contracts with with other businesses, whereas Facebook and Twitter would be more used for domestic work? Yes, absolutely. So LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network. So if you decide that you want to target businesses, LinkedIn would be a good place to start in finding contacts in that industry. So how how do you get the most out of those platforms? So for Facebook, you would use that to showcase your business. You can collect reviews on there and you can keep customers up to date. Twitter is absolutely perfect if you've got a lot of content that you want to share as you can post a lot more frequently on Twitter because everything on there moves so fast. It's also a great place to start and join in conversations. LinkedIn, as we mentioned earlier, is the world's largest professional network, so it's a perfect place to identify and connect with potential customers. And Instagram 
is a fantastic place to share your brand personality, company culture and services. It's an image sharing platform, so it is all about having the right imagery on Instagram. So if you are getting into social media, then do you need a full digital strategy for it? You don't necessarily need a full digital strategy, but what we do recommend is that you have a basic plan to follow. So the first thing that you want to do is set out what you want to achieve from social media, and then you can write a plan of how you're going to work towards it. So what kind of things that should they be posting out? So there's a number of different content options out there. So photos, videos, infographics, blog posts. The best thing to do is try out different content and see what resonates with your audience. Your other option is to have a look at competitors as well, what kind of content they're posting and which is the most popular. So is there, is there anything to sort of avoid and just say, no, don't post that? I definitely avoid overly promotional content as people don't want to feel like they've been sold to all the time. Try to be helpful instead. Avoid posting pictures of dead pests. I know it's something that pest controllers will see on a regular basis, but it's not something that the general public is used to seeing. The other thing to consider is that social media sites have started covering up content that they deem to be sensitive, offensive or disturbing. So you may find that if you are posting pictures of dead pests, that your posts reach less people. When you're posting, just think about selling the benefit instead so rather than posting an image of the contents of a rat box, post an image of a nice pest-free garden. Yeah, I know when I first joined Kill Jam and I was sort of getting to grips with the social media activity of pest controllers and stuff as I was scrolling through and seeing, you know, dead rats and, and stuff. It was a little bit of an eye-opener. Over time, as you see more and more of it, you do kind of come a little bit desensitised to it. But, you know, as that initial thing, I think especially if you're tar- targeting like domestic properties if you know if a, if a, a young woman's going on there and looking looking for a pest controller and she scrolls across and sees you know a rat with its head in a trap she's not going to like that and yeah i think if it, when people are calling pest controllers they want to know that you're doing the job and they're not necessarily interested in sort of how you're doing it and you know how many rats you're killing and how you how you're going about that and they certainly don't want to see it so i know i know you just said about um, you're getting less views and clicks on your things if if it's sensitive and stuff. But can you see how many people are actually looking at the content that you post? And is there any measurement or, or analytics that you can check? There is, yeah. Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn all have great analytics sections that will give you an insight into how your posts are performing. They'll tell you things like how many people have seen and interacted in some way with your post. They'll also tell you when your fans are online so you can work out the best time to post. Facebook in particular has got a very good analytics tool and they even offer a way for you to see how your Facebook content compares to your competitors, which is incredibly useful. And how can people act on that? How do they get those numbers up? So the best way to do it is assess your posts regularly, check how they're performing and then adjust them where necessary. So if there's a particular type of post that's doing well, do more of these and stop the ones that aren't doing well. Simple as that. Absolutely. A lot of times, certainly domestically, pest controllers are getting work that's born out of necessity. Um, so it's quite a broad target market compared to other industries. You know, you're not targeting, for instance, 18 to 30s females who are interested in whatever. It's, it is a very, very broad range. So does that impact how social media should be used? 
It certainly does. I mean, whenever you're posting, you should really consider your target audience. People don't necessarily have to have a pest problem to find your content useful. If you can offer them tips on how to prevent a problem or how to establish if they have got a problem, that can be incredibly useful as well. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good chance to promote your other features as well as a pest controller. You know, pest controllers don't just control pests. Um, and I think social media gives people a chance to show what else they're doing, like disinfectants, cleaning services, etc. especially around around the time that we're in now. Um, it also gives you a chance to brag a bit about your qualifications. If you've been on a training course or whatever, um, it's good to show off because your customers do want to see that you're keeping up to date and you know what you're actually doing. So just finally then, where can people go to find out more information? So if you want more information on social media and how to use it, I will be at the Killjane workshops giving a presentation. Um, so come watch the presentation, come and talk to me afterwards. The other alternative is Killjane actually run a social media masterclass, which runs towards the end of the year. It's just a one-day course, and you can find more information at killjane.com. Brilliant. Well, thank you for joining me today, Jen. Um, it's good to get a different perspective on pest control from a, a business point of view. The technical side of these podcasts is really, really important and business is ultimately about money and people still have the bills to pay. And I think helping with marketing and social media will go a long, long way for a lot of pest controllers. Now, this won't come as a surprise to anybody, but Killjam have had to suspend the breakfast meetings, workshop dates and training dates that were planned. We're just following the government's advice and Public Health England um, so as soon as we're back up and running um, and we can get the more dates to and get those rearranged, then we will do. Now, the code that you'll need for your basis prompt points for this episode of the Kill Germ podcast is JG-SM-0320. For full instructions on how to get your CPD points for basis and the BPCA, go back to episode one or two of the Kill Germ podcast for full instructions there. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. 